Welcome to Uppy in the Stash. I'm your host, Uppy. Happy Super Bowl weekend. Um, <laughs> so we're all going to be talking Curza. Uh, we'll start with Stash. Stash, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing... Uh, my therapy is going great. Uh, we have a great session going on, and uh, we're learning a lot about each other. Yes. Not in a good way. Um, Beard, how are you? Dude, my therapist is making my world spin. <laughs> fucking fantastic, dude. <laughs> awesome, fucking fantastic, dude. Uh, Chillwood. Doing fantastic. <laughs> wow. Nerdy Dan, how are you? Yeah, I feel good. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to down the rest of these beers. And just... Dude, I am like so sober and sick right now. Um, I feel like I have some catching up to do. Um, we're all drinking some sort of Tusk Bowl beer. Uh, <laughs> some of us may have finished a whole 16 ounce can of our 11% beer. So, uh, not that we had any planned structure for how we're going to handle our final football show of the year. It's probably best that we didn't have a plan because, uh, well, this is gonna get sideways fast because that's just yeah. Like, it's a, so. it's about to get fucked up. Raiders. So I will start with this. We we made picks every week for uh, the whole season. I will say uh, he's not here to defend himself, but uh, in last place at forty three and forty eight was Dodger. Not much better was our other young one, Dirty Dan. He were 49 and 42. Sad. And a tie for third was myself and Beardo. We were 50 and 41. Chitwood somehow got second place. I don't know. Maybe I need a recount. <laughs> maybe. maybe. I fucking uh, hate that guy. Count all the votes. <laughs> we, we want it. Recount. We, we count all the votes. <laughs> I should have stopped. Only second place. Second place. Second place at 15, 40, 51 and 40 was Chitwood. And perhaps the most surprising uh, stash, you got first at 56 and 35. Wow. By, by a landslide too. It, yeah. I, that's why I said weeks ago we had a clear cut winner. So um, in stash, you had absolutely nothing. How much Congratulations ground, on how that. How much ground did I make up in the last four <laughs> weeks? I don't know, dude. Yeah, I feel like I made, I made decent ground, I, 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 too. In the my, record the, my record went no to the faster you. than the GameStop stock this last week. <laughs> you only got second Who's place the, from, like, two wins. Like, you had two Who's more. Who's the like, asshole right who ended. invited you on the show in the first place? You're a fucking can you, dick. Can you all <laughs> shut up while the winner speaks? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I have control of the music. We have to refer to you as your highness now. Hold on. Yes. Let, me, let me try some admin control here. All right. Yes. Now, speak. all right, your anus. Go ahead and speak. Go ahead and speak. <laughs> your anus? I muted him. He has no idea I muted him. No <laughs> 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 happy, but like, <laughs> we can't hear you. <laughs> you can unmute yourself. Nah, boy, that was... <laughs> Is that what you did to me earlier? Gentlemen, Scotty. 
I had a speech all planned out. And then <laughs> it, it sounded better this way. I promise you. <laughs> I like to thank all the little people I stepped on to get here. That's all I got to say. And this group, I think you are the little person. Um, yep. Five five, yeah. Shortest yeah. and German Morty. We got them both. Young, horny, and bearded. That's a bad wow. combination. <laughs> Stash on the Zoom. I yeah, will see. I got two out of somebody that has never met you. You do give the appearance on a Zoom like you're like six foot one. Yeah, yeah I've, like, I've heard, that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> heard no, that quite you, a bit. You do not for sure. I would have never guessed that we're like close to the same height. Yeah, I've heard that quite a bit. I've uh, <laughs> I met people in person after zooming for a long time, and they were like. Where you said he? you were six one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the disappointment's real. I said, I said in my chair, I'm six one. <laughs> <laughs> really, it's just in line in your mind on his bumble again. You know, we don't I, we don't discriminate. I, I put you know yeah, just just cool. just like how just like how uh, those guys fucked over Wall Street. I just want to say I'm with you guys. This is how I fucked over my group. I just did all the research, drank a mm. lot, and a lot of whiskey and coke, and, and, and a twenty-one lot of to twenty. Yeah, and uh, so, 21 <laughs> a lot of twenty twenties. Um, you guys, you know, did your wild predictions. I stuck in the middle of the road. C's all the way. C's get C's get degrees. Hello, you right. So, so that's where I went fucking with. True. And this fucking therapist has has me fucked up. I have a lot more yep. beers till the finish between the other ones. And so I'm going to wake up with a hangover tomorrow. But thank you all. No kidding. Well, you didn't really... You didn't really pull it out until... <laughs> till closer to the very end. Because for most of the season, Beardo was in the lead. Like, Beardo got out in front of it early and stuck with it. But it's just one of those things... Where I had a couple bad weeks at the end. Yeah. And that's because, I mean, up until... I wish my work fight. I bet my work wish I was as diligent and no taker with my job as I am with this football stuff. But going even into after week 16, Beardo. Now, Staff already had the lead by then, but it was still super close. Mm-hmm. Um, but going into week 14, Beardo, you were in the lead by two. Well, I started, uh, I started picking with my heart and yeah. not my head. Mm-hmm. It was week 16 where it kind of went downhill for you. Not as bad as it did for me. Week 16, I went 0 and 5. Um, Damn. Every, yeah. Uh, we lost Chitwood. Um, <clears throat> so we made it to the end. So, yes, huge congratulations to Stash for winning that end of the pick'em. Uh, re congratulations to Dirty Dan who won the prediction challenge show that we have. Oh, for the that only the half Buccaneers. Yeah. <laughs> that only half the people paid you, but um not to mention, I just want to bring it up because I feel like it never gets mentioned. I don't know if you guys ever paid attention to the to the fantasy league for ESPN. But um I did win that one 13, 13 and one. So just to <laughs> yeah, throw that, that was amazing. Yeah, just to throw that out there. <laughs> Hey, no, I did it for I did it for the podcast. I I beat the other side for us. You did, yeah. Because last year, Idiotville. I mean, they had more people than we did. They outnumbered us five to three. This year, it was five to five, so it was even footing. 
And they got wrecked. Yes, thank you, Dirty Dan, for bringing them they on. Got, they didn't get destroyed this year. Dirty Dan, was it you and I in the championship game this year? I think it was. Yeah, yeah I think it was I me and you. Was, yeah. Right. I think some of them just didn't try. <laughs> yeah, some of them did hey, definitely give up. I was seeing some people not playing, but that's I don't their think own it fucking fault. Yeah, well, I don't I'm think it would have mattered anyways. Yeah, I'm in honest, the fantasy basketball league with them, and I feel like some of them already aren't trying. <laughs> <They> just started <laughs> like five weeks ago. Wow. Yeah. I'm actually doing better in that than I did in fantasy football, and I don't know jack shit about basketball. That was probably the reason because he didn't have any like a specific team to draft from, like the mm. Browns. Yeah. <laughs> I just went. Where he, no, I, I would go. Is he off yakking somewhere? Maybe he did drink a lot of beer. Yeah, and he doesn't drink during the week anymore. Uh, no, with the basketball, I for the most part passed the first two rounds. I just kind of went with the highest ranked player left, and mm. I tried to spread it out through the positions. I didn't just want to go point guard all the time. So right. I think not knowing the names helped in that regard. I, did, I didn't have the knowledge to try to get too cute with it because sometimes in football you try to be smarter than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so you just went with like the top of the top. Yeah. Best See, pick. Yahoo probably, Yahoo's algorithm, uh, this was ESPN. So you know it was shitty. Uh-huh. I was like, ESPN's <laughs> algorithm was clearly better than my own knowledge. You guys, so. you, you guys really don't like ESPN. Huh? You guys. Really? I just think Yahoo's easier to work with. There was something about Yahoo that I just could not get with. I guess it's because I didn't know my own password and I couldn't really <laughs> like get in there and figure I, it out. I remember the day I told you, just go reset it. You're like, oh. Like it was, password was the biggest chore in the world. I mean, I did it, but then even after doing it, it was just a hat. Like, yeah. I don't know. I go back to it. You guys have been coming over to ESPN. I noticed that you guys didn't really pay too much attention to it, or at least the other podcast didn't. So if you guys want to do Yahoo next year, I'd be down to do Yahoo. Nah, we're going to leave that one on ESPN. Yeah. I think those of us who don't like it have adapted enough. Yeah, we'll get used to it. Okay. Don't worry about so, it. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's not a big... Um, so, mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Damn. Yeah, with the three of us. <laughs> Yeah, Beardo's uh, relaxing. He's still here, but I think he's laying down. Yeah, he's he's there. He's there. But um, we're only Chiefs like... versus Bucks, man. This is this, this is a great is... a great game. If you our last show, the conference championship conference championship show, you would know that none of us wanted Chiefs Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. I think we all wanted mm-hmm. uh, Green Bay and Buffalo. Yep. Yeah. So I'm I really I'm really torn because. I'm happy for a team when they for, when they break through for the first time in a long time. Like I was happy the first time the Red Sox won the World Series after eighty some years. But then their fans turned to dicks, and I was like, you know what? Fuck you! I don't want to see you win again. Um, because all of a sudden they, they became everything they hated about you. Um, so I feel if like they had Kansas, one year of it. They were just like, we need to get it yeah. all out. So I feel like I was. I mean, I didn't want to see the Niners lose last year. That sucked. Um, Because they're my second team, but I could still be happy for Chiefs fans because they they went through generations of bullshit. Right, since sixties maybe, and Mm. 
but they've had there. So on the one hand, it's like, I don't want to root for Tom Brady. He's won too much. Like, fuck him. But then it's like, the Buccaneers as a franchise hasn't really done much in like 20 years. They're a younger team, too. Yeah. So like Bucks fans deserve it, but Tom Brady doesn't need it. And it's hard to get excited yeah. for it personally, just because we can't. It's not like we can't have friends over. Like last year, Bill yeah. and his family came over, and we had a fantastic time just eating grilled meats and bullshitting. And obviously, there was rooting interest because we had a house full of mostly Niners fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's going to be no friends and no teams I care about. So I was like, oh. Yeah. He's going to be alone drinking beer and then maybe having a tri-tip. I wasn't getting excited about that other than yeah. Monday's a holiday. I mean... The, well, the tri-tip sounds pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah that honestly, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. You know, the the thing is, it's like I th- what we really wanted it to be was like, imagine if it had been the Browns, you know, or somebody, you know, in that position. But it's got to be fucking Tom Brady. And and there's a lot of bias around it because people are like, well, he's better than uh, than we than we, he's he's exactly what we said he was. And then there's people who are saying, no, he's not that great. He's um, you know he's ha- hiding behind um, his defensive line or whatever. I don't want to see him win another one. I- I'm okay with seeing Kansas City just wiping him off the map. But what I what I would really hate at the end of the day, like with all of you, is that a lot of like Tampa Bay Bucks have worked hard to get where they're at to be wasted on one fucking guy, you know, mm-hmm. because people really fucking hate Tom Brady. There's a hatred for him, you know, to the to the to the point where like him and his fucking MAGA hat just just go away and retire. You you, you didn't need to be here, um, so. I, I, it, it saddens me because that organization probably worked really hard to get where they're at, minus Brady, you know, everything else that they got going mm-hmm. for them. I, I disagree. I think, I mean, Tampa Bay is an eight and eight team without Tom Brady. And so. so, what they did this year to get to, to the Super Bowl is impressive. I think they have a ton of talent. I mean, Brady... Yeah, but you need that field general, and Tom yeah. Brady is that, Yeah, for no, sure. Brady definitely was, you know, he came... It's not like he came to a team that was barren. It mm. wasn't a team that was, like, deficient of talent. They had two top ten wideouts, that receiver. He I'm brought Gronk so back. <clears throat> they had decent running backs. They brought... They somehow got Leonard Fournette. Their defense is top ten. So he came into a good situation, but they definitely both needed each other to make it to the Super Bowl and make it to the playoffs. So I don't know. It's it's a mixture of I hate Brady, but I love him at the same time. You can't. It's yeah. hard to root against a, an underdog and a guy who was drafted six round. But at the same time, he's had so many Super Bowls. He's been with the Patriots so many years, and it's just start. He's been the fifty percent of the, the last Super Bowls that he's uh, since like two thousand one. He's been in fifty percent of them, so half the time you're seeing fucking Tom Brady over and over and over. It just it gets old. Even that now that he's with a new team, it's just it's getting old. 
Yeah, but if Kansas City can keep their shit together, Mahomes is the next Brady. That's that's uh, another issue I have because they haven't started think, paying him yet, though. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen in two years. True, like but even year kicks even with Brady, they started. Um, Brady would take you know pay cuts. So Huge I'm curious one. to see if yeah. Mahomes will start. No, Mahomes won't. Mahomes already agreed to a ten-year, four hundred fifty million dollars contract. But they can restructure. They can like so. Say <laughs> they win this year, and they're like, "Hey, we need you know." He just signed that contract. He's not restructuring after one year. I'm I sorry. don't know, man. They went two Super Bowls. Like he's still. I mean, who knows? Maybe say he hmm. plays out the rest of the the rest of his contract. He's only like what thirty-three. Like by the end of it, thirty-five. Yeah. Tom Brady's playing until he's forty-five. Like you know, who knows? Maybe Mahomes plays until he's forty-five. He has time to restructure, try to catch up to Tom Brady. Sure, but he's not going to restructure it like two years after he signed it. True. I think if he cared that much to follow that plan, he would have just done it on the outset, mm-hmm. and he didn't. And I mean, no, I know I don't begrudge him for it. Like, yeah, it's not like as a casual, not as well, as a fan of football, it's not like I thought, oh, that idiot. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. Because um, no one else is going to do what Tom Brady did. Tom Brady's an anomaly. Like, he, mm-hmm. <laughs> he had a wife who out-earns him. So yeah. it makes it a little bit easier to say, I'm okay only taking $25 million. Um, So I don't begrudge anyone getting the money that's deserved of them. And he's obviously a special talent. Like, I wouldn't deny him that. Like, he is special. But I think if he was concerned about such things and he would have signed a deal that reflected that from the get-go but right well i mean it was his first deal too though so i mean yeah he's young he needs to get his money yeah the <laughs> the only concern that like now that you're, you're we're watching a of age of quarterbacks coming in you know that are playing longer i call this the kevin costner period because you know with that movie with him going out and playing really old type of shit is is it is, is this a trend you know and this is something that dirty dan can explore um with his um uh, aptitude in academia of journalism for sports um is this going to be a trend that you're going to see um of quarterbacks trying to stretch out their career um because they weren't getting paid as much as maybe they probably should have or would have been you know if they were somebody different um because you, you you all raised the, a good point about how Brady wasn't paid as much, and you know, and, well, it's not that he wasn't paid as much. He chose not to be paid, right? As much. right. But he made but that decision it, to take less to make sure he was surrounded by the proper talent. But does it? But does it set a precedent for for um, them to play longer? Is I think this, it definitely. Does. I think it does. Even though in his case, Someone's he is a six-time Super Bowl winner. He had something to prove, prove. even though he took the pay cuts with Belichick with the Patriots and continuously just like got paid less. Just as a simple fact of like, okay, I don't need the Patriots. I don't need Belichick to win. He left and it's continuing him to play longer well into his mid forties just to prove a point to be like, okay, I don't need Belichick in order to win. I don't need to take a pay cut. I can go to a brand new team and get paid whatever and still win so but like, yes yes and no but i mean if you think about mathematically wise 
Is it just more of an anomaly that he did it? Is he the outlier mm-hmm. that just did it with that? Or could he still produce that if he went wherever he went? You know what I mean? Like, like, did he just happen to win? Did he just happen to throw down his his dice and there he was again that happened to have those things set into place for him? Because it wasn't that he just chose that place, right? There was a lot of research and action that went on before he ended up where he was at. It wasn't like he was in an elevator and he ended up on the floor type of situation. You know what I mean? So, so to say that he is this person still gives him way too much credence for what he is not, especially of those who played him in fantasy football for quite a number of years and didn't get anywhere with him, you know. But he hasn't been that. a viable fantasy quarterback in a while, I don't think. But Tom Brady, I think that's a completely no. different metric. He's been he's been okay. He's been consistent. But you're like, not jumping. I mean, for like at least the last five years, you weren't jumping in joy. Oh no. Yeah, no, he's more of that, <laughs> you know, end of the round, like end of the draft mm-hmm. quarterback, where you just you pick up and you know you're going to get consistency out mm-hmm. of him. You're not going after like he's not a Lamar Jackson. He's not a Patrick Mahomes. He's not like a top tier quarterback. You're trying but to get you can points. win with him. Yeah, you're trying to get points. I think when it yeah. comes to Brady, though, like I, I've, I'm hard pressed saying that the guy is continuing because you know he wants to make more. Money. That guy's has made money, and I think yeah. quarterbacks are, have they've made like if if you set Mahomes as the golden the golden standard it you could theoretically be a quarterback for 10 to 12 years and be set and your generations after you set for quite some time i i almost see i always say this and i don't understand why more professional athletes don't do it i understand why if you don't understand why they go broke, watch broke 30 for 30. Um, but Mahomes making 500, what, $500 million? Or 50, but he's signing us. But for five yeah, he's making a fuck ton. Over the next How much day, did he say? 450. It's like 500. Close. I think it's 10 years, five. Yeah, maybe yeah, 500. So 10, 500 oh, and you add, on, you add on probably, to, to be honest, the... Is probably something stupid equivalent to that um, in endorsements. These guys are making plenty of money, and I'm surprised that more professional athletes, especially football, um, don't just work their contract and go live it out. Like 450 is like I know some of these guys got big grandiose plans. It just has always blown my mind that. You know, even as a professional athlete, yeah, you love the game. Yeah, you you know, you do it because you love it. Man, can you imagine? I, I think I was actually telling my students this today. I was like, why why wouldn't you work your, you know, Mahomes been in the league for what, four years, three, four years now? Yeah. Um, why wouldn't you work your 14 years to cash out on $500 million and enjoy the rest of your life doing, not working? I'll tell you what, if I won the Powerball Lotto, I would finish the year because we all we all know that that, that money wouldn't come in for a little while. But I would be gone, you know, at the end of the school year. Um, it just blows my mind that some of these athletes just, they well, just do it. They blow it. Ath- and that's why athletes. they work. 
that's why you see that's why you see artists uh, music artists come out you know out of you know their quasi retirement or bands get back together because they're fucking they have no money and I yeah. you know or they I guess they sincerely love it but I think with these fat contracts you're going to start seeing I think we're going to start seeing more turnover in the game I don't know I mean with these athletes you know playing a game is not really work to them I mean it's work it's work it's work. Yeah, you definitely have to, but it's the game. The game itself is not work. The nine months around yeah. the leading up, but to, it's for something they they're yeah. passionate about. It's something that they're, they want to do. It's not so much as, you know, wake up. Oh, I have to go to this nine to five. Yeah, but dirty Dan, they're making hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. It's not like that's they're, what, it's not like they're passionate even, about it and they're making 90 K a year. Like these guys are making millions of dollars. Oh, to me, like, that's even more incentive. Anymore. It's like, okay, you play until you're like, what, 30, 35, let's say the average, 33, 30, whatever it is. You play like 10 years in the league, making millions of dollars to, ha- to go play a game that you're passionate about, that you enjoy. And then you're done. You can retire as long as you're, you know, smart with your money, of course. But yeah, to a lot of them, it's not you know, a job, it's more of their, it's I think, I think with with concussions though, I think we we see in the physical toll on people's body, that's how they feel about it now. I'm saying, why don't some of these people have foresight like that? Like Mm -hmm. you got, you got to look at that Mahomes contract and be like, dude, this guy could be on a different beach around the world every other day with that money after his contract is done. For the rest of his life until he's 90, 100. And that's his grandkids' life, too. <laughs> and the rest of his grandkids' life. You're correct. Like, he literally set up the multiple generations to live the same way he currently does. Mm-hmm. Shoot, he's already part owner of a baseball team. I mean, yeah, so it's like, it, it just blows my doors to think that, you know, like, I I was growing up with you know towards the tail end of Favre and I looked at Favre like he was father time and I was like dude why is this guy just like drowning it on and then he goes to the Vikings and I was like dude you need to stop and then he goes to the Jets and I'm like dude we have that backwards yeah <laughs> or whatever did you know so it's like go back go go home go farm go go <laughs> whatever. With, Go to Louisiana you know, and coach I think the everyone team. agreed. Yeah. Favre should have cut it off. He was done. When he when he left Green Bay that year, when he left, that should have been his farewell. Um, people would have loved him. It's like it's like politics in a sense. It's like leave when you're loved, right? And everybody loves you, and you go. He just wanted to pad his pad his numbers and gain either that or you wanted some more money. He had an axe. No, it wasn't. Just like just like Aaron Rodgers is about ready to have an axe grind too. No, no money. He had he had more than enough money for. Come on, he he was sending dick pics and and getting his (laughs) and getting his his Vicodin and his lidocaine and it was about money. He had Wrangler too up his ass, literally and figuratively. Yeah. Yeah, he he had he just it's it's he was high on his drugs and he wanted to chase the dream of whatever else he had. He didn't have to chase it anymore. He had it. I watched Brett Favre through the nineties. I remember him with Don Beebe. 
you know, I that was his golden era. That was him. That that that's what made football Monday Night Football the best was watching Green Bay Brett Favre and the Gunslinger. So, you know, it just sucks that it, it always has to turn out that way. But it's it's also this part with maybe Dirty Dan that you will write a good and a great piece on as a journalist that you'll be is like how you know the the chasing the glory. Um, can ruin careers like Favre's who ended up on Dancing on the Stars, mm-hmm. um, you know, sometime <laughs> later, you know. So, you know, that's it's it's sad, but well, so this next last year, he's so made to the NFC championship game, yes. yeah. But I mean, was it worth you know coming back for? Sure, he I don't know. Like his NFC he was a bounty gate away from another Super Bowl, yeah. I don't know. In 2010, not that you got struck at Trina in 2010. Yeah. For all you guys who are wondering. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Because, you know, that that's one thing where what they're giving up, you can't replicate anywhere else. Um, you don't – the one thing you hear from those retired players is they miss the locker room. Mm-hmm. So it's – whatever that's like – <laughs> I'll never know. I never played football on any level, but I think that's probably part of the reason why. I, at that point, probably I think money has nothing to do with it. It's just you know that once you give it up, you, there's nothing you're going to do in the rest of the world that's going to replicate that. Mm. It's done. Yeah, <clears throat> and I just think at least in Favre's defense, like I said, he. I mean, it's coaching. He, he probably hung on three years too long by playing that one year in New York and those two years in Minnesota. But his next to last year, he made it to the conference championship game. That mm-hmm. that Vikings team was pretty solid. Yeah. So it's not like, I mean, we got to watch him wither away because, like, you know, like Stash and Beardo would chime in if Beardo wasn't passed out right now. Mm-hmm. We remember one far. It's beautiful that Beardo is we, not not – alive right now <laughs> he's fine um I'm, i i feel like we missed him like slip off the couch and just fall on the yeah floor. i have no idea what happened to him i remember no, chitwood taking off but i have no idea what happened to to beardo he's right see see that couch he's about yeah figuratively uh eight inches below it right now yeah yeah i, I heard a I heard a thump and that was it nah yeah, yeah, and then mute. Mm-hmm. I, I muted him because he caused the echo. Either. He was farting and you know, <laughs> you know, a lot of snores. Your general, your general late night, you know, <laughs> extra so, get extra gases. And how and how much of a difference this you know this the topic of this conversation is in terms of financial well being for some of these players, comparative to you know when we had Idiotville on talking about the the pain that these wrestlers, the wrestlers went man. through trying to just make ends meet. It was made 12,000 a week, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the, the the thing about the work that I, I was going to bring up too is uh, I remember learning during the season, like Russell Wilson, his regiment is so strict, he only mm-hmm. takes two days off a year. He the only two days he doesn't work out and have his strict regimen is Thanksgiving and Christmas. And the football season's not very long, so he's literally that dedicated to it year fucking round. I'm sure he's not an anomaly. I'm sure a lot of them 
are that dedicated to it. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's all the time. It's, yeah. it's not like, it's not like they went, you know, they're in the army the rest of the year. Yeah. Right. When you're them. like the Kobe's, you know, when you're like the Kobe's of the world. I just think about what, yeah, LeBron James, how, how yeah, much LeBron of this James. life you could experience for $500 million post, you know, working, knowing you never have to go back to work ever again. Mm-hmm. How much of this life can you experience without having to worry about working out the 363 or four days a year and being able to explore what this world has to offer before you don't have that opportunity anymore? Well, I mean, like, how long is, is Russell Wilson's career going to be? So, say he retires at 40, he has the rest of his life with all the money at his expense to go. You know, do whatever he wants. We take. Uh, what about take Alex Smith for example? Or Joe Theismann. De- like there was a very real opportunity for Alex Smith to have had that similar experience. Mm-hmm. You know, and making all that fucking cash and being able to cash out. You know, very early in his career, and not be able to go tour the world with that money. Not well, even Alex play. Smith. I mean, I don't think Alex Smith was as like strict with his 363 day a year you know regimen i guarantee you that that's the life for most of these nfl players they you think are, most of the nfl players are on the strict regiment as russell wilson where they I'm have two say, days off if you're a professional athlete you're probably devoting a decent amount of the off season to yeah and but for, staying but for in how long like i mean russell wilson's a different entity like he's he's making his millions. Most of these guys, like, say they don't make it. Say they make it for five years. They do it for five years, and then they make their millions. You know, whether or not they're practice squad or not, they're still mm-hmm. making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. So yeah. they make what they can. They realize, okay, like, I didn't get signed to the team. You know, pursue their other careers, and then they still have their money that they earn. They still made their their cash and then yeah they can work their normal like say nine to fives you know eight to seven whatever by your franchise you know by your franchise and they still have their their Mm -hmm. savings they -hmm. still have their money they're still i'm sure most of them is just smart about it and they can still you know travel the world still do what they need to do but yeah as far as like russell wilson he's an anomaly working you know 363 days a year and say he retires at 40 He's going to be the one that has millions, has way more than he needs to ever have. He's another Tom Brady type where he, his, his wife is making more than he is. He doesn't have to ever worry about that. No, never. However, never I, I, was, I would say it might be just my perspective on, on life and in the sense of part of the reason why I chose the profession I'm in is because I knew, one, I wasn't going to make millions of dollars per year ever in terms of what I, you know, my skill set and my abilities to my current knowledge, you know, maybe if I started an OnlyFans account, that might <laughs> my fortunes. Uh, stash you, can help you better, you better start uh, making tamales or something on your OnlyFans. <laughs> when it comes to, <laughs> when it comes to this world and what it has to offer, whether, you know, you're making millions of dollars or you're making thousands or even hundreds 
I chose a profession I chose because I know every year I can take it to the bank. I have two months uninhibited time where I can enjoy life the way that I believe it was supposed to be enjoyed. Mm -hmm. Free of hopefully, you know, economic hindrances in the future and the inevitability of having to um, raise a toddler that does not go along with your plans um, that you want to do. Uh, But when it comes to figuring, uh, like, identifying what you could do with your time, you play 15 years of football, man, you got so much more you could experience. Yeah. And I think I got a lot of that perspective came also leaving the United States this last year and seeing other parts of the world and, and coming back and being like, you know, I love home, but wow, there's so many cool places. Yeah. So many cool things. And that's not to say there's not cool things around us currently, but yeah. So, so, 30, is so let me ask Dan a question. So if Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson were to retire at 40, how many more years do you think he has in the league? Uh, he's at what? Probably like 32, 33. Well, yeah, right. 32 years old. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, that was crazy because it seemed like he's been in the league forever already. If he makes yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It seems like he's been in there forever, but at the same time, it still seems like he's really young. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for a quarterback, um, he's still young. So yeah, he's got like eight more years, eight to seven more years at least until, yeah, he gets, so it's crazy to think that Tom Brady has been in for as long as he has. And I can't see anyone else sticking in it for that long. But if anyone, I can see Russell Wilson for sure. So yeah, like eight years until he just even reaches the, the 40 mark. Yeah. We're also not guaranteed 40 dirty Dan though. That's hey, what I'm not, trying to no, get. He's not guaranteed. To. But he's still we're making guaranteed 40. We're not still, guaranteed 35. No. But he's still making guaranteed 445. Even if he <laughs> even if he retires now, he's got plenty to experience life. Mm-hmm. He can retire now and be fine. He can travel the world. He can do whatever he wants. He can like, live off the interest. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. He's he's good. He can live off just fucking commercials. Like he can just do commercials for the rest of his life. Gatorade fine with that. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Go on anything. That's like he, he is mm-hmm. he is part, he hasn't done like any commercials. I don't think I've ever seen him in a commercial. Yep. And, and that's why Kansas City is going to win the Super Bowl over Tampa Bay. Because <laughs> Mahomes does commercials? Is that what you're trying to say? Uh yeah. Because Mahomes does commercials. I know you don't have regular TV stash, but Mahomes does <laughs> you know, commercials. You know I don't have he it. He does. What is it? State <laughs> well, you gotta put me out there like that. Yeah, State you know Farm. I don't have He's it. He's up <laughs> there with Aaron Rodgers. My my TV's so irregular, it's like I gotta give it a fucking I gotta give it like fucking But I know Russell Wilson has done commercials. Not a lot of them, but not a lot. Not as much as Mahomes, but He's gonna. He's been in a couple. Definitely not as many as Baker Mayfield. No, Baker Mayfield's just cat breaking it in. Hi, I'm deep fake Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> Take it from me, Barkley's face. I'm not Saquon Barkley. <laughs> me, deep fake Baker Mayfield. I feel like we barely talked about the Super Bowl. 
Well, well, we're about to. As soon as Stash gets back, he went to go take a dump. And um, well, that's perfect because I might have to take a leak right now. So, <laughs> just quick intermission. All right, we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back and uh, talk about the game a little bit <laughs> and call it a night because it's already midnight. So sweet. Okay. We'll be right back. Green Brewing, and I'm just sitting out here with a couple of my great friends, Vinny and Mike, and. Uh, you know, one of the things we've been talking about is just this whole notion of uh, thinking globally and acting locally. And here we are in uh, 95361, totally acting local, and just out here in a, in a great, great Thursday night. And I just see just patrons having a fantastic time, you know, just saluting the beers and, and enjoying this amazing California weather out here. So it just kind of makes me think about, you know, where we might be lost in this moment. So, you know, I'm just sitting here with, with Vince and, and Mike and love to tee it up to Mike, you know, Mike, what, what do you what do you got to say about that? Well, I, I just think that you should come down here to Dying Breed Brewing and bring your kids and bring your family, bring your dog, and leave your troubles hanging outside and don't bring them in. Yeah, just have a beer with us, right? right? Absolutely. Have a beer. What do you say, Benny? I agree. I mean, it's a great place to have a beer, be with friends and family, and enjoy yourself. Come on out, guys. It's a place yeah. to be. Yeah, life's too serious, right? Sometimes yeah. Life's too way too serious. Just come out. Yeah. Leave have the serious behind and come have a beer. Die and breathe. Yeah. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Hope you had a good break. And we're going to talk a little Super Bowl and call it a night. Um, I know I can't just ask if you have any big plans based on this COVID. Uh, is there anything that you're doing this year that might get you a little bit excited for it? Like anything that, I don't know, like I mentioned before, it's not, it, we can't have friends. Like we're not hanging out. Like last year we had Beardo and his family over. Um, I might barbecue something, but it's hard to get excited when you can't have that normal Super Bowl feel to it. So mm-hmm. it's a game between two teams I can give two shits about. I uh, can't have any social interaction. So I'm finding it difficult to get excited for this year. And uh, how's everyone else feel? Besides Trump. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at a lot of tired faces. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It's hard for me to get you know, excited about any Super Bowl nowadays. It's just, it feels like it's always Tom Brady and it is. So despite that, I don't know, something about the Super Bowl, even these playoffs, I just have not really paid to, I never, I haven't really watched any of them. And yeah, for whatever reason, I haven't been that excited. I don't know what it is. It's your fifth place finish in the, in the pick <laughs> for for me, it was the most exciting playoffs I've seen in like twenty seven years. Really? Yeah, yeah. I it's don't different know. when you have a team that you root for. Actually, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, yeah, two thousand twelve um, was my my year, where it's like, oh, I have someone to root for. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of refreshing to see you know a, a another team. I guess you could say in there. Being the Bucks, not having been uh, and the Chiefs, been Chiefs there since like, 2003, I guess, with uh, you know the infamous um, Chucky Bucks Bull. and uh, Raiders. But, um, when it comes to seeing somebody that's not New England, Pittsburgh, 
yeah. insert other, you know, Super Bowl dynasty, I guess you could say. And it seems like they're always there. It It is kind of refreshing, even though Giants. it is almost like a, a carbon, like somebody hit control C, control V with Brady. Um, and the Patriots, just different color. It is nice to see that. And it, I guess, you know, it's kind of nice to see Arians get, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, he's been, I think he's been, what, one time before maybe? Did he get there with, he got close to the Cardinals? He actually um, won. He won with um, the Steelers against the yeah. Cardinals. So, but I, he was a coordinator. He wasn't the he wasn't the coach. I don't think. Yeah, and that is not to say that I actually like Arians because he's killed my fantasy football running backs for the past <laughs> few years. Um, but when it comes to you know just seeing something different is nice. Uh, obviously, seeing something same that is the Chiefs, um, I could totally you know do without that. But um, I think that's kind of something to look forward to is just something new. Um, and, but yeah, no, you're right. It's going to be a very low key Super Bowl Sunday. I think, I think not having that social aspect makes all the difference. Like to me, at least. I don't think there's going to be less of a social aspect for those who don't follow the rules. So it's going to be another day in America. Well, it's a this not is on this, this podcast though. I mean, I mean, in in our in our podcast, um, we are following the very strict traditions of um, our local um, health jurisdictions. But outside of that, it's not going to be that much. Fair enough. Um, it's a it's a American. This is what we do, and America loses most productivity on or the day after you know super bowl sunday that's just we, what happens so. we did get a benefit this year the mm-hmm. calendar worked out we finally have a monday holiday the day after super bowl so i don't there's that well <laughs> you suck it's I, just I do, it, so. it's Must it's be gotta nice. be <laughs> it's gotta be a straight out it's gonna be a straight out holiday no matter where you're at what you're doing not for me <laughs> because because we already do we already lose so much money anyways so well, I have to say, at least for you, Dirty Dan, in your industry, Sunday is like the marquee day, though. True. Monday, yeah. Sunday, Monday, yeah. I, work I mean, it still sucks that you'd have to work if you are. Yeah. But if I can make some cash, you know, that would be nice. Yeah. yeah but yeah, it, it ought to be a rule that that Sunday, Monday time, like it's like $10 tips each time. That would be amazing because, yeah, I would make a fuck yeah. ton. But because people would because <laughs> because people would work and not only they would work, but if they were like, well, if I give them ten dollars, they're gonna give me the best service. Uh-huh. True, because you ain't fucking working, right? And you ain't hung over trying to bring your family food. <laughs> Who's bringing your family food or bring the pizza, whatever it is? Is a guy you just tip ten dollars, and you know he's gonna do it with a smile. And do you need anything else? You need, you know. So you yeah, know, yeah, even five every time would would give me so much. No, but six. Six. Yeah. Honestly, I look forward to those days when I was delivering pizza, like Christmas, New like uh-huh. not Christmas, Christmas sucked, but New Year's, mm. um, Super Bowl, Fourth of July. It's like it sucked having to work, but mm. man, those tips, tips. were nice. Yeah. Different. Mm. They hit different. And 
And to be honest, a five every single time for those of you that are listening um, that might not give five every single time. Mm. You you don't know what a five, you know. The five is, yeah. You know, it's that like perfect middle. Like you don't need any more, any like it's a five is perfect. Hmm. Interesting. Good to know. Mm-hmm. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> I, mean, I was willing to take my barber five bucks. I can tip the pizza guy five. Um, yeah. All right. So, how about we just go into predictions? All right. Who do you think is going to win? Kansas City all the way, baby. I don't like. I don't know. It, just, it seems weird coming from someone who's a fan of a team in the same division. I'll, I'll yeah, start. I know. I'll start by being a, a, an actual fan. Thirty-eight, twenty-four bucks. Damn. Not even close. Thirty-eight, twenty-four. That Bucks defense is is healthy. It, it's mm-hmm. good, and like, and I felt this way before too. Like, I feel like the Bucks defense is good enough to do enough. Yeah. Um, I, I understand that there was a previous matchup where Terry kill had like 200 yards just in the first quarter, mm-hmm. but I, th- with Tom's experience, um, they have an offense that can keep up. And like I said, I think they have a defense that can do enough. Um, I'm here's, gonna- what, here's what Tom is bringing into this game. I heard a story after last week's game. There was a guy, I forget exactly who, who it was, that was, you know, obviously overjoyed going to the Super Bowl, you know, being in, in the league, super stoked. He was, you know, kind of between the field and the locker room, just kind of having an emotional moment, crying about going to Super Bowl. He's super happy. Another guy, another player recounts hearing. I think it was Chris Godwin that was was crying. Um, another player recounts overhearing what Brady um, says to this guy as he's walking to the to locker room. He says, "What are you crying for?" Uh, I think we have to he, he says, what, "What are you crying for?" There's more work. Literally, yeah. he, this guy is like business as usual, and that's the mentality he's bringing all, all these other you know people into. They're gonna they're gonna go in. It's gonna be different. It's not, not Tyreek getting 200 yards. It's it's different. So I you think 34-30 so? Tampa Bay is gonna be my pick. Stash is out. At least he gave us his prediction. There he is. There he is. <laughs> What, what, what? Uh, we, uh, we were trying to figure out how many salads you can eat during the Super Bowl. How many salads? Uh, three. Three, salads. three. I was going to say three. Three is the <laughs> magic number. All right, Dirty Dan, you're going to bring us home. Um, What's your pick? I don't know. I'm a firm believer. Just call me a conspiracy theorist, but um, I don't like the refs. I don't. doesn't matter what team it is. I think they Brady played like shit. I think they kind of just, you know, nudged him into the Super Bowl against I mean, you know, Packers did Packers yeah. didn't play great. But Ford didn't do his team any favors either. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like going for the T D in the fourth quarter. Yeah, no, definitely. That that's on them. Mm-hmm. But just the refs not calling penalties the whole Packers versus Bucks game. 
And then, you know, of course, you know, right towards the end, like, oh, flag on, mm-hmm. of course, the Packers. I'm like, okay, just end the game quick. I don't know. I'm, I like to think that, um, I think the NFL definitely has precedence. They definitely have, you know, an idea of who they want to play. And I don't know whether or not they want Brady to, you know, end his legacy on a Super Bowl or they want Mahomes to take the reins and just be like, okay, like Mahomes is our new cash cow. Mahomes is a new, like, you know, Tom Brady that'll just bring up, bring in all the views. So it could go, go either way, but, um, I want to go with Mahomes over Brady. I want to say, um, I don't know, 31 to 30 uh, Chiefs. All right. Well, we have a pretty even split two and two. So we'll see who wins. But hopefully, I, I guess the best we can hope for, hopefully it's a good game. Yeah, yeah. And um want to thank you all. It's been a fun season. Uh, can't believe, well, first of all, I can't believe we made it all the way through. Uh, <laughs> from the podcast most of, side, most of us, most from, of from us. the podcast side and also from the coronavirus side, mm-hmm. I thought there was no way the NFL was going to get through the season, uh, to be truthful with you. Um, but they did, they had yeah. some strings, they even made teams play without their head coach in the playoffs, but they got it done. Mm-hmm. And everyone here looks like they're either ready to pass out or throw up. So, <laughs> mostly pass out, but uh, thank you, everyone. Uh, thank you to the guys on the show tonight. Uh, thanks to the audience who listens, all 14 of you. And uh, until next week, we all wish you a good afternoon, a good evening, and good night. <laughs> <laughs>